Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Ron Wilson. You're in the garden. And if you'd like to join us, love to have you. Here is our number. It's 749-5500. You can also hit pound 550 on your AT&T phone. But either way, you're going to wind up right here in our studios in Kenwood. The Durango kid is in the house. That would be Danny Gleason. He'll take your calls, get you lined up. We'll do our best to help answer those gardening questions for you. And, of course, if you've got a tip you'd like to share, want to hear from you. 749-5500 here at 55KRC, the talk station. Our toll-free number, you know, same as it is every weekend. It's 800-823-8255. Good morning. I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy. We're talking about yardening. Christmas right around the corner. A week away. I can't believe that. Kind of crazy. Hopefully you're ready or could be like us and we're not quite ready yet. But we'll get it together this weekend and kind of enjoy the build up next week and then of course uh, we'll be with you next weekend next saturday uh, as well talking with a live show nothing recorded uh, we'll be back with you so uh, looking forward to that and of course uh, uh before new year's eve we'll be back with you as well we're always here for you so you know unless something comes up otherwise we are we are always trying to do our shows uh live and in person every week so uh you know we'll we'll be here for you and i look forward to 2024 as we look at new gardening trends, new plants coming along, it's always very exciting to get out there and uh, see what's coming. And again, part of my job we're at, uh, at our nursery is, is to look and see what plants are trending, what's new, what's exciting, what will work for our area, obviously, and, and some and not others. What's going to get marketed a lot? You know, what looks good? And uh, boy, there's a lot, uh, so many great plants on the market today. It's crazy. I look back sometimes to when I started in this business when I was in high school. And, and at working at a garden center. And I look at, you know, the plant selection that we had at that time. And I look at the plant selection all the way through trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials, especially annuals, especially vegetables, unbelievable. And I look at what's available today in today's garden centers, and it is just absolutely crazy. Um, and it's, it's, it makes your head spin. Um, you know, it's hard to, you know, you just, it's, it's crazy to keep up with it. I, I remember looking at the perennial selections 
um, back in the day. And it was like day lilies, uh, some iris, you know, some hostas. You know, there was 10 or 15 different types of, of, uh, of perennials that you had. Wasn't a big deal. Um, as a matter of fact, I remember one time, and I confess saying this, that I thought perennials were kind of, you know, kind of weedy because I didn't know anything about them and how to use them and all of that. And, uh, you know, you know, it's just how things have changed. It's, it's crazy. Uh, and the selections that are out there today, uh, it, it's phenomenal. But it's fun to see all of the new ones that are coming along. And now, you know, if you see something new that you really like, something's got to go. So you have to pull something out in the garden so you can replace it with something else. But uh, that can make it a lot of fun, too. That's why perennial uh, gardens are always on the move. Either they're moving, the plant's moving through seed or roots, or you're tearing it out and put something else back in there to try something different. But it's exciting, and that's why I look forward to the new year. I look forward to January and February because those are also times where we kind of cleanse the palate a little bit, clean things off, rethink things through, review your notes, do classes and workshops and get your knowledge back together, get your plans together. And so when that weather starts to break, you're ready to go. And if you like in between, during the, those months, you know, doing a little bit of indoor gardening just to kind of keep things going with those house plants and those flowering bulbs. Did you get your amaryllis, by the way? I went out this week. I think I have bought 10 kits so far that I found on sale. Uh, 10 amaryllis kits that I have purchased for both my house. Uh, my wife this year requested the red with the white stripes, and she likes that, and the pink with the white stripes. So I got a couple of those that we'll have throughout the winter season but also to give away as gifts. And uh, so that's a great gift to get, and you, this week is a good week to get out and find those. Also, remember, remember, when you're looking at amaryllis bulbs in the kits, open the top and look at the bulb itself. Make sure it hasn't started to really grow and has an 8-inch piece of uh, stem curling around inside that pot. You want them to be still fairly tight. You can have the bud sticking up above the bulb. A couple inches I, doesn't bother me. But if it starts to wrap around the inside, I've had some that have been successful, and I've had some that are not so successful. So kind of check that out. And that all happens depending on how they're stored. If it's really warm, they'll start to break inside there and start to grow. And it's not, not one of the best things in the world. But it's a great one for you for winter color. I have to laugh. Jerry Rose, our giant pumpkin grower. You all know Jerry's on our show on a regular basis, especially in the fall, talking about those giant pumpkins. Uh, listens to our show, and of course, I got a picture from him two or three weeks ago, and said, "Look, I listened to you." And he had a table full of um, of amaryllis and paper white kits that he had picked up, started his own, and of course, had some for gifts. And he was going to a gift exchange this weekend, a couple of them, and went out and got a couple more to give us the gifts. So there you go. But again, if you want to learn more about them, go on our website at ronwilsononline.com. Scroll back to the last couple of weeks and you'll see the amaryllis and how to take care of those uh, on there as well. Um, let's go to the back to the gardening phone lines at 800-823-8255. Roll Tide, Harold in Alabama. Good morning. Hey, Ron. How are you today? I am doing great. So what does somebody like Harold ask for for Christmas? Uh, I tell you exactly what I got for Christmas. I got a roll from Gardener Supply. I got a roll of that uh, white fabric that you put over your crops in the spring, in yep. the early spring to protect them. Yeah. Uh, I also, let's see, I also got a seed starting tray where you, uh, well, I, I know this because I saw Amazon bring it the other day. <laughs> so, and I got one of those seeds where you pour the water in the bottom and it wicks it up. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. Excellent. Good for you. I was curious. I was curious what you would ask for for Christmas. 
Well, I could. I was going to get outdoor furniture, but I got too much of that. <laughs> uh, All right. I get so it. you, so you, you, you got your gift, right? I did. I appreciate that. Thank you. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. So, does this mean everybody on the Ron Wilson show are Alabama fans for the next two weeks? No, no. That's you know, there's still, there's still a lot of uh, Big Ten fans. That, you know, yeah. even though it's Michigan, that it will still want the Big Ten to come through so the SEC doesn't dominate the Big Ten. And I get it. You know, I understand that. But, uh, no, but I can speak for myself, and I'm a roll tide right now. Good deal. Now, <laughs> the one I'm really worried about is Buggy Joe. Do I need to get him in Alabama camp? Uh, no, no, I don't I don't know. You know what? I don't know how Buggy Joe leans on that one. Because I know he's a Big okay. Ten, he's a Big Ten supporter. Uh, I, you know what? I will. I will email him next week and find out. We'll. Please I'll, re- do. I'll report back to you where he, where he's Give going. Give him my there. email as well. Yeah, <laughs> which I, which I, one uh, of seventy five? I mean, I got to email them all until <laughs> I finally touch base with you. I, I love that response last night. Um, <laughs> I flew home through Detroit last night, and I got all that Michigan stuff there in the Detroit airport. Those people, the guy sitting next to me was from Michigan, so. They're, they think they're going to win. Well, you know, the thing of it is, though, Michigan's got – they have another football team, Michigan State. And, True. And, and they they and Ohio State have a lot in common. They both don't like Michigan. Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, you got you got a mix of fans there. But, yeah, you're right. Michigan fans, it's pretty big right now. So, we'll see. Hey, listen, let me ask a gardening question. I got some broccoli plants. I started from seed. Mm-hmm. And I've got these uh, things. I got these from Gardener Supply. They're little – uh, plastic punches or covers that they're like six inches, they're about six feet long. Um, is that broccoli going to grow if I keep it covered? Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can keep those temperatures from freezing, so you keep them in the forties yeah. and up, which you should be able to do, especially with that cover, make sure you vent it. The, I think the big thing with those are, are you know, yeah. when you get involved is don't let them get too hot during the day. Cause that sun will just cook yeah. in there and, and get way too warm. But absolutely, in a situation, especially in your zone, uh, yeah, you should be able to go to grow those greens and something like that all winter long. Well, those little plastic clenches, they've got little t- uh, little dials where you can uh, open the top. So yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put them out today. It's forty, I think, high forty five today. Now, see, some but, of us, some of us don't buy those. Some of us just use milk jugs and. Well, when, I love that. When I was a redneck, I've been a redneck for sixty five <laughs> years. I live in Alabama. <laughs> I love it. I All right, man. It. I always listen. If I don't talk to you for a holiday, hey, you guys have a great Christmas and enjoy your little gift I sent you. I and, appreciate uh, it. And roll and roll time and roll, roll time, Harold. It's it, it is. Have a very All merry right. Christmas and happy New Year to you. Thanks, buddy. All right, Bye. take care. Sent me a a block get Danny of the of extremely old aged cheddar cheese. Not just like the stuff you get, you know, at the, you know, in the counter or whatever. But yeah, this like is, a Kroger or something. Yeah, additionally, and it's amazing the difference in the flavor was phenomenal. Yes. Never, never had anything like that before. So appreciate him sending that. It was, a, it was a nice little treat. All right, quick break. We come back, and you're coming up next. So hang in there with us. Phone lines are open for you at eight hundred eight two three eight two five five. Here in the garden with Ron Wilson. For the do-it-yourself gardener at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. The place for Brian Thomas in the morning. 55 KRC, the talk station. 
Rust ruins everything it touches. Vehicles, furniture, tools, toys. Rust doesn't know how to stop, but Blaster knows how to stop rust. Stop it, bust it up, clean it off, and prevent it from ever happening. With PB Blaster, the number one product to break free rusted or stuck parts, period. Then use Blaster Surface Shield Rust Protectant to protect from rust ever forming in the first place. It's simple. Blaster knows rust, so... Get to know Blaster products at home, auto, or hardware stores near you, and always work it like a pro. When it comes to your plumbing and drain systems, maintenance is the key if you want to keep it working right. Hey, Gary Selvin here from my friends at Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Water Cleanup. If you like to do your own maintenance, check out rotorooter.com for helpful videos, blogs, and seasonal information that'll allow you to keep your plumbing in top form. And if you get over your head or you don't have the time to DIY, Rotorooter's expert plumbers are always ready to help 24-7. Visit rotorooter.com or call 1-800-GET-ROTO. The Zala Company has been a trusted name in the pump industry for over 80 years. This family-owned business has been designing and machining quality sump pump products to protect your home from floods. And man, they are dedicated to quality. In fact, each pump is tested underwater before it leaves the Louisville, Kentucky manufacturing facility to ensure customers are getting a dependable working pump in every Zoller box. I've got a Zoller pump and a Zoller backup pump at my home. Ask your plumbing pro to install Zoller products in your home. Jaws, the Just Add Water System, is the right cleaning solution for every room in your home. And the Jaws reusable spray bottles are the right solution to reduce single-use plastic bottles. Jaws bottles and refill pods of concentrated cleaner are the future of cleaning, saving storage space and protecting the environment. The glass cleaner, my favorite, but you have to try the cream cleanser and the new spray and wipe dish spray. Get free shipping when you try the ultimate cleaning kit. Go to JawsCleans.com. That's JawsCleans.com. Hey, the Cincinnati Nature Center presents their Light in the Forest. This runs uh, until January the 1st. Select dates from 5.30 till 9 in the evening. You can join them for an unforgettable celestial walk through the eliminated woods. It's a lot of fun. They have food, beer, wine on some select nights, holiday shopping, and a whole lot more. For more information, go to their website, cincynature.org. That's cincynature.org. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number would be 800-823-8255. To Dayton, Ohio, we go. And good morning. Uh, Ron? Yes, ma'am. Uh, on miniature roses uh, in containers, um, I have a, a, a garage that, uh, it, that if, like if it gets down to 15 or 10, maybe 10, it would freeze out there. Mm -hmm. If I covered them a little extra at that period, it's just in time. Do you think they'd survive? Yeah, and I don't think you'd have to cover them up. I think you're, you know, have they gone dormant, lost all their leaves yet? No, but no, they haven't. There's, <laughs> I, maybe I've done the wrong thing. They're still sitting outside against my house. Well, that's, We've been. That's good. Is that okay? That's perfect. And a lot of them still have their leaves on them. I, I, I healed in some roses. They sent me some samples of one of the new knockout roses. And they sent me a couple samples, still the leaves on them, which is typical for knockout. And I healed them mm -hmm. in. They're in a container outside. And oh. uh, they still have their leaves on them. So, yeah, that's normal. So okay. th you've done exactly what you need to do. Once, you know, once we get into the Christmas, New Year's Day, somewhere around that, what I would do is I would move them into that unheated garage or unheated shed, wherever you, you go. Water them before you take them in there. Set them okay. in there. And you don't have to worry about protecting them from that point forward. That'll keep them warm enough in there that you don't have to worry about it. I'd probably water them about once a month just to make sure they've got good moisture. 
And sometime around mid-March, watching the weather, because you want to keep them, keep them dormant until they would naturally start to come back into leaf, then bring them back outside, sit them you know, along the, like the east side where they get a little bit of morning sun, afternoon shade, where it would stay a little more right. consistent, and then do whatever you want to them at, at that point. But very, very hardy, very tough, uh, very durable, even if you planted them in the ground somewhere down the road. But no, your, your unheated garage will be just fine for those. You don't have to do anything else to them once you bring them in there. Now there isn't any there isn't any natural light in this garage. That's okay. Is that okay? Yeah, because okay. you know they'll store those in the coolers over. The, we know when they bare root them and get them to ready to pot up, they'll put them in coolers over the winter time where it's totally dark, keeps them at a, a certain temperature. Then they're shipped oh. out, potted up, and then uh, you know start to grow from there. So okay, no problem. Okay, thank you a lot. This thank is my first time with the the uh, miniature roses in containers, and I just, you know, wasn't quite sure. Yep, well, I appreciate it. Let me know how they do it in the spring, okay? Okay, sure will. Thank you a lot. Thank you, Ann. Good talking with you. And again, you know, miniature roses, um, you know, you, you'll find those sold, you know, like anywhere they sell plants a lot of times, flowering plants. Uh, and most all of those selections, and sometimes they don't have a name on there, most of them, are pretty darn tough and pretty hardy that you can actually plant outside. And they'll get, you know, 12, 14, 18 inches high, depending on what selection they are, and very, very tough. Now, I do suggest you, win you know, winterize those if they're in the ground using mulch or something where you pour over the top of it and kind of, uh, you know, protect the bottom six inches or so of the branches and the root system. Um, but, you know, otherwise, miniature roses do a, typically do a very good job, very tough, very durable, and flower pretty much consistently throughout the summer season for you. Um, might sometimes can be an occasion that can be a problem. Of course, rose slugs, we see that more and more, but, uh, but very tough. And again, if you, if you grow them in containers like she was, putting them in an unheated garage or an unheated shed down in a window well, uh, anything like that to help protect those roots over the wintertime or do like I did. <clears throat> I just have those, uh, they're in a one gallon pot samples of, uh, new, the new knockout, yellow knockout, and they're only about, I don't know, 10 or 12 inches high, but I just healed them in one of our planter beds and sunk them down in that and mulched them, we'll mulch them over and that'll carry them through the winter and I'll bring them back out of there and plant them in the springtime. So, yep, that works very nicely for you. Uh, and again, window wells are very nice cold frames also. And if you've got the, uh, the window well cover that goes on top, uh, makes a nice little cold frame for you too. Then you, you know, you got the cover over the top. You can vent it a little bit if it gets really warm and, Great way to overwinter plants there as well. So keep that uh, keep that one in mind too. A couple things real quick before we go into the uh, bottom of the hour here. I do want to keep reminding you about watering those newly planted plants, especially evergreens, until the ground freezes. It hasn't done that yet in our area, and it's been very dry. And if you haven't been watering, I would certainly be carrying if you if the hose is unattached and water's turned off. Be carrying five-gallon buckets of water out there just to make sure you've got moisture in those immediate root balls. Very, very important as we go into the winter season. We are still planting trees and shrubs. So, you know, if you get out and you say, boy, I'd still like to add a tree or two to the landscape, as long as the soil is workable and Mother Nature allows us weather-wise, we can continue to plant right on through the rest of the season. So you got time to do that. Spring flowering bulbs, if you find them at your local garden center or someplace where they're selling uh, plants, that they've still got some uh, spring flowering bulbs, tulips, daffodils, crocus, all of those, still can be planted this time of the year. Purchase those. You can put them in containers. You can plant them in the ground either way, but still plenty of time to plant 
those spring planters or those spring flowering bulbs. Light up your garden, I always say. Light up your landscape in the spring by planting bulbs in the fall. Now, if you had summer bulbs that you dug up and you stored away over the winter, make sure you check those right now. And you'll do that about once a month to make sure they haven't started to decay. So every now and then you get one in there, it'll start to rot a little bit. Take that out so that the other ones, uh, it doesn't affect the other ones as well. Uh, but check your stored bulbs if possible. And also, tropical plants, those house plants, if you brought those inside or you have house plants, but if you had some that were outside and now inside, probably shedding a few leaves here and there, which is natural. Don't worry about that. You're going to cut back on the watering, which is natural because as they slow down over the wintertime, not taking up as much moisture. So, again, water well, let it dry, water well, and use warm water when you water indoors over the winter. Use warm water, okay? Don't forget that. Warm water for whatever you've got. The poinsettias, the holiday cactus, Christmas cactus, indoor plants, whatever. But if they shed some leaves, and typically it starts on the inside they're adjusting to the lower light conditions that you have in the home because they just can't support all of that foliage. So that's natural. Now, if it continue, continues on to the end of the plants, you got other problems. Too much, not enough light, too much moisture, et cetera, et cetera. So you got to watch that. But the other thing to watch for is when you bring plants in from outside indoors, um, even though you may have sprayed, hosed them off, cleaned them off or whatever, there's always some insects that can hitchhike in egg form back inside your home. And so you want to keep monitoring them on a regular basis. So if you see a little outbreak, you can jump on it right away and get them before the populations get too high. Insecticidal soap, probably one of your best things to use indoors. You can use the horticultural oil, but insecticidal soap's a great contact killer. Systemic insecticides put into the soil and take it up inside can really help you out a lot as well. But keep an eye on those. And you know what I say? Shower with your plants. If you take them in the shower or put them under the sink and rinse them off, you knock a lot of those bugs off and they'll love you for it as well. Quick break. We come back. More gardening here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Got gardening questions? Ron has the answers at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. It's Glenn Beck. Weekday mornings at 9.06 on 55KRZ, the talk station. When the weather turns cold, your plumbing system can really take a beating. Hey, Gary Sullivan here for Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Water Cleanup. If you experience frozen or burst pipes this winter, Roto-Rooter's expert team can repair the pipe and clean up the water damage. And if you have vulnerable pipes in crawl spaces, garages, or beneath pier and beam homes, Roto-Rooter can offer solutions to protect and winterize those pipes before the next deep freeze. Schedule an estimate and service call at rotorooter.com or call one 800 get Roto. Well, the holidays are right around the corner, and so are many of our family gatherings. If you're worried that your home may have some unwanted odors like pet urine, smoke, mold, even germs, make sure your home is odor-free when your guests arrive by using Odor Exit. I've been endorsing Odor Exit for more than 20 years. Why? Because they work in eliminating odors safely and forever, and it's guaranteed. Receive 20% off your online order by using the coupon code GARY. Visit OdorExit.com. That's OdorExit.com. Here is your nine first yardening forecast today. Mostly cloudy, high of around 57 uh, tonight and tomorrow morning. Rain, uh, 52 on Sunday, Sunday night and Monday morning. Snow, 38 degrees. And on Tuesday, high of 38 degrees. 749-5500 here at 55KRCD Talk Station.
Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number, 800-823-8255. Don't forget our website. It's ronwilsononline.com. Facebook page in the garden with Ron Wilson as well. And, you know, I learn something all the time. I learn every week something new, you know, you, you know like amaryllis. I talk about amaryllis. And uh, this year was the year of the amaryllis, by the way. The National Garden Bureau, they picked their plants of the year to bring uh, recognition to them. And this year it was the year of the amaryllis. And I'm glad they did because, of course, one of my favorite plants as far as some winter color and a great plant for uh, holiday gifting um, just to give to folks to, you know, again, it's the double thank you. Thank you for the gift. And then six weeks later, the thank you for uh, for the, when this thing starts to bloom. Although I have had some situations where I, you know, say that eh, takes about six to eight weeks for them to bloom. And then somebody will say, well, I've only had these potted up for three weeks and they're already starting to shoot up and flower. As then Jerry Rose did, he said, I thought you told me six weeks, and this thing's already got an 18-inch stalk, and the flower's starting to open up on it. Well, I did not know this, but come to find out, and I learned this from the National Garden Bureau, because they write all the facts about these things, that the amaryllis bulbs that are sold on the market were either grown in the northern hemisphere, like Holland, or in the southern hemisphere, like South Africa. Bulbs from South Africa normally only take about three to five weeks max to bloom. But the ones from Holland take anywhere from four to eight weeks to bloom. So depending, and they, I don't think those are ever marked. I don't think I've ever noticed that on there. Uh, but depending on where the, exactly they were grown in the north or the south uh, depends on how quickly they flower. Had no idea. Um, but they sell, there's more, they bring in more than 10 million amaryllis bulbs every year uh, for the holiday season. Uh, which is phenomenal. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of bulbs, and rightfully so. Again, and do remember when you're buying your bulbs, sometimes you'll open those those kits up and you'll look at those bulbs, and they're like two or three inches in diameter. Those are pretty small, and they typically those will only give you like usually one stock with multiple flowers on the top. But the bigger they get, the more flowers you get. So when you get when you see it labeled like jumbo. Uh, amaryllis bulb, you'll get two, three stalks that'll come up out of that with lots of color, and they usually are at different times. So the bigger the bulb, the more expensive. So when you look, you'll find some of the kits are like eight bucks. Well, those those bulbs are about three inches in diameter. They're smaller. Uh, and then you'll buy some of the jumbo bulbs that may be 25 or $30 a piece. That's because they're a much older bulb, obviously, and will give you a lot more color. And of course, if you live in zones, uh, what, eight through 10 or so, uh, once you, the springtime rolls around, you can just plant those in the ground. And they become a, uh, a bloomer for you and hardy plant in the southern states. But for us, we grow them in containers and grow them year-round, but uh, we have to trick them into flowering for the holiday season. And if you want to learn more about how to do that, go to our website at ronwilsononline.com. It'll tell you how to take care of that amaryllis to keep it growing and flowering for you next holiday season. Because there's a little trick there. You have to make it go dormant. Um, and then bring it back out in the whole nine yards and feed it a lot and all that. Well, you can learn more about that on our website at ronwilsononline.com. To Southern Ohio we go. Andy, good morning. How you doing? Good. I yourself? got a real quick question. All righty. I got a, a blooming crab tree mm -hmm. in my front yard. Okay. Back in August, September, we had six, seven weeks with hardly no rain at all. In a matter of about three days, those leaves turned brown and just shriveled up and died. 
All right. And they they're still on the tree. That tree usually the leaves come off real late. You know, early September, uh, early December is when the leaves finally come off of it. Right. But they've just shriveled up and died. Is that thing? dead or is it dormant or what's the problem well you know sometimes that can be an indicator that there is a problem that something happened to shut that plant down earlier than usual now if that was under drought stress and that could be a lot of times with drought stress they'll they'll drop the leaves anyway but that could have been here here's what you want to do and hopefully we start getting more rainfall more winds those will eventually fall off of there that's that layer that forms that holds that stem onto the branch just doesn't form because something shut it down so quickly. But what I would do, Andy, is go out, get one of the lower branches, take a quick look at it, take your thumbnail and scratch the bark and see if it's still green underneath. That's the first sign. If it's still green, that's good. And then I would look, take one of the leaves and just pop it off and look at the bud that's at the base of that, where that leaf stem was, the petiole was attached to the, to the branch of the tree. Look at, okay. look, at the, look at the bud that's there. And you could even break it off. See if the bud is still green. If the bud is still green and viable and the bark is still green underneath it and viable, branches feel flexible, I would say you should be in good shape as far as coming back out in leaf next spring. I'd also look around the base of the tree, make sure there's no critter damage, make sure they didn't chew the bark off, that something else may have happened to cause that to shut down so quickly. But you're right. Sometimes when that happens, it can be a signal that something happened to the tree early, and sometimes you do see some damages, or sometimes they don't come back. But that's a quick way to look, you know, check to see if it's viable, and if it is, there's a real good chance you're good to go next spring. All right. I appreciate it. I'll try it. My wife's about to have a fit. <laughs> uh, well, let me, hey, let me know how it turns out, and let me know what you find out. Okay, I sure will. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Andy. Good talking to you. Uh All right. And a Merry Christmas, by the way. Doug and Mary in Ohio, good morning. Hey, good morning. I've been wanting to talk to you for a year and a half. All right. I'm glad you got (laughs) through. I got a question for you. Did did you guys wind up using a uh, stuffed groundhog this spring? Uh, I think so. Instead of Buckeye (laughs) Chuck? I think so. That's what I heard. I heard there was some kind of yeah, yeah, some story there. Activist, activist out there protesting, whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Lord. Yep. Well, how can we help? You? Uh, well, <clears throat> well, I've got a question about collecting rainwater off of a roof, mm-hmm. and I and I know common sense would be you know off of a metal roof would be you know pristine, which is not in my case. And I've seen these gardening shows on TV where they're collecting rainwater off of a shingled roof, and then I Google it, and they say, no, you shouldn't use rainwater off of a shingled roof. What's your what's your opinion on collecting for for watering the vegetable garden? Um, you know, is, I, I, yeah, you're right. You, if you Google that, you'll get both responses there depending on the type of shingle that you have up there. And, well, it's just an as- asphalt shingle. <laughs> yeah, and and to me, that's you know that's where it all started was collecting off of a regular regular roof. And I know a lot of people that do that from their asphalt shingles, and they collect the rainwater. Now they use it, you know, to use it around trees and shrubs or whatever. Obviously, not an issue. Um, what you could right. do if you're if you're curious to see if anything else is in there is you know get it get it sampled somewhere. You know, go to a Culligan or someplace like that that does a water sampling. And let them take a look at it and see what's the pH, see if they see anything else that's in there that could be harmful for you. But you'll get you'll get opinions both ways. Um, and I've gotten that that's, question. Uh, that's, 
Yeah, I've gotten that question that's what before. I, that's, what, that's what I found. It just uh, depends on who you ask. Yep. depends <laughs> you on know? who you ask. But again, the, the the bottom line is find out the, you know a water softener place or somebody that can test it for you and uh, take a sample sometimes and let them, let them test it and and see what uh, what they come up with and that way you you will know for sure but for the most part most of the folks that I know that collect off of asphalt uh shingles go right ahead and use that for uh watering just about anything and everything and if, as far as I know have had no problem yeah well i i do an awful lot of uh watering on my shrubs and everything especially this year you oh, know yeah. it's so dry yep, uh, at least up here in Marion it was and and uh you know the water bill is crazy but <laughs> yeah yeah, I know. Um, whenever, all right, I'll, every time I get on my soapbox about watering in the fall or when it's a drought or watering, and I get, I will get a few emails saying, "Hey, if you want to pay my water bill, I'll be more than happy to uh, set up the irrigation and water a lot more often." But then I always respond and say, "Hey, you know, you're protecting your investment, so you know, it just it, it depends. You know, you either pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later if you don't protect the investment and uh, and water as needed. So that's, that's the way I look at it as well. But anyway, bottom line is have that water tested. That way you'll know for sure exactly what you're getting when it comes off of those shingles. Quick break. We come back. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Gary Sullivan, here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden and he's Ron Wilson. Don't miss Clay and Buck. Monday at 12.06 on 55KRZ, the talk station. Hi, it's Gary Selman here. Does your home sidewalk get slippery when wet? Your pool deck peeling? Or is your garage floor grungy? Tackle those unsightly surfaces with Dice Coating's Track Safe Anti-Slip Color Coat. Add color and slip resistance over pavers, concrete, pre-painted floors, and more. All you have to do is paint. Dice Coating's pre-mixed formulas are odorless, easy to apply, and fast drying. Plus, they're designed to resist sun, snow, water, foot, and vehicle traffic. Plan your next project at DiceCoatings.com. That's DiceCoatings.com. I talk about a lot of products that can make your life easier, and I use and love Tearmender. It's been around since 1932. It's an adhesive to repair tears in all types of clothing, fabrics, leather, vinyl, footwear, and buttons. Tearmender can also repair canvas awnings, tents, carpet, and fabric furniture. It's one product you got to have around your home, and it's a must-have for all your winter projects. Tearmender is available at your local hardware store, Amazon, or find a store at Tearmender. Tearmender.com and more great make do and mend solutions and ideas. It's the How To Saturday here on 55KRC. Here's our lineup coming up next. Gary Sullivan for the best in home repair and home improvement. One o'clock, Dale Donovan, the car show. Then we have Weekend Dive. Um, Victor Gray, Sean Hannity. It all happens right here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Don't forget our website. It's ronwilsononline.com. Facebook page in the garden with Ron Wilson as well. And now it's time for the man, the myth, the legend, the most listened to home improvement show host in the entire world, ladies and gentlemen, the entire solar system. His website is GarySullivanOnline.com, and he is with us this morning, Mr. Gary Sullivan. Good morning, Mr. Wilson. So did uh, Mrs. Sullivan find a place to put a little peach fuzz? No, no, but I was going to say, what a combination. You've got the plant of the year, I guess, the amaryllis, and I've got peach fuzz, the color of the year by Pantone. I don't know if they go together, 
Oh, there's some peach-colored amaryllis. Oh, is it really? Oh, absolutely. I should have known. Well, what's interesting in the uh, in the uh, plant world today, when they come out with the color of the of the year, like the Pantone, uh, then they try to match flowers up with that, so that you can match up the color of the year in your garden. Ah. Uh-huh. So Very right nice. now they are putting together lists of, of annuals, perennials, whatever that would flower that peach flu, peach fuzz color. Really? Yeah. So that you could have those in your garden for so you you know you're hip, you're a trendsetter. So is the gardeners taking the lead, or are they following? Uh, they would be following. So okay. some, you know somebody that you know again somebody's putting the list together. They always do. I know. I say here's our selections, and uh, you know try to find them now. Yeah. So. Well, here's the big question: Have you got your chocolate Santa Clauses? I looked at them the other day because I had to stop. We had a little office meeting, and when we do a office meetings, I always put candy in there. Uh-huh. Uh and I stopped to get a mix, and then I looked up, and there were all the chocolate Santas. And I went, "Hmm, what are we that was buy where the now? original Sully started, you know." Yep, I know. With the hollow Santas and a little Bailey's cream. Yep, mine have been purchased. They have, yes, sir. Are they? I thought you were going to just stick with the cups. No. Okay. I, I, I you know, for I do the cups for Easter. Okay. But you know that you, you got to keep the tradition. It's the tradition, of, you yeah. Know, it's the tradition. It's the of the origin Santa. of the Sully. So yeah, little Bailey's and cream. Snap the head off Santa and have at it. And, and, and do you still freeze it, or do you just leave it like it is? <laughs> freeze the what? The chocolate. The chocolate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Freeze it. You got to freeze it. Yeah, I'd be scared of melting too fast. And Bailey's is okay, but I still like Bourbon Trace. Oh, that stuff is good. Bourbon cream. Bourbon cream. I, I forbid that in my house. Do you? <laughs> I do. Because you drink it? I do. It was like when I was a kid uh, with the eggnog. You know, like, we, we, I slurp it to, down. You know, no trespassing there either. Mm-mm. It couldn't stop. <laughs> Good old eggnog, I can't stop. <laughs> I like eggnog. My wife, she could smell it and makes her gag. Well, Ron, I have to tell you, when I was a kid, I was telling you, I, I drank a lot of eggnog, and I can't drink eggnog anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had an incident. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. There wasn't anything in this eggnog. Don't don't get me right. wrong, but I don't know if you ever noticed it. It's rather rich, and when you're about 14, 15 years old, you don't really recognize that. Yeah, and when you drank, you drank half that pint. At least. Or quart. <laughs> yeah. At least. I get it. That was very good, though. Very thick. Yes. Very tasty. <laughs> oh, I thought my. maybe you'd gotten a hold of one that had a little bit of the bourbon in it. No. 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 It's just a plain old eggnog, but I can't even look at it anymore. <laughs> so, folks that are always, I always get the emails, what is this Sully thing you guys are always talking about around the holidays? Many, oh. many years ago, Gary was talking about, I don't know how it ever came up. Of taking taking cho- hollow chocolate Santas, mm-hmm. taking the head off of it and filling it up with Baileys, and drinking it, freezing it, and then taking right. the fill it up with Baileys and then drinking it out of there and nibbling the chocolate at the same time. It's perfect. So we nicknamed it Sully's. Yes. So you made Sully's for the holidays. Well, then you had the chocolate Easter bunnies and the chocolate hearts. Well, it got carried away. And then, many things in our family it, do. It carry it carried into all of the holidays for the most part that okay. has hollow chocolate, whatever symbol it would be. And now they have little chocolate cups. <laughs> and then Mrs. Sullivan found little chocolate cups. There you go. And so, yeah, so it's just uh, gone to an all-new level. Oh, and with the holidays the way it is, you know, maybe we'll do it right after the show on uh, the 23rd. Oh. Just set it up outside, stop by for a sully. There you go. 
And I of course, that's a good idea. You could go to the Heikenfelds and uh, enjoy a little bit of a cherry bounce. Yes. Cherry bounce. Cherry bounce. She makes all kinds of good stuff for the holidays. She does, but the cherry bounce, and I, you have tasted that before. I was going to say, refresh my memory because I, I have tasted it's it. cherries and bourbon. And she does that for about uh, six or seven months. Ooh. And the cherries are phenomenal. <laughs> and then the bourbon gets infused with the cherries. And she uh -huh. did, two, about, I don't know, three or three years ago, she did peach bounce. Ooh. Oh, it was phenomenal. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like her. You should try anything when it comes she to is, her culinary delights. When it comes to alcohol, I thought you were going to say. No. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> so what does somebody like Gary Sullivan ask for for Christmas? They say, come on, Dad, give us something that you want for Christmas. Oh, I don't know. He said, I don't know. If I need it, I can just get it. I know, but what would you like to have this yeah. year for Christmas? I just uh, want visitors. <laughs> just come and see me. <laughs> just come and see me. <laughs> have a sully with me. Have a, did you, you get that, Danny? Yes. Will the guard let me and Ron in, though? Oh, sure. sure. Oh. All right. Just tell them who you are. During They'll the know it won't go without Danny. During the, you. during the holiday season, uh, we have a little bit of a pass to go in. in the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sullivan Commodore. I sent you one of those easy passes for your car. They just scan it now. And you just oh, right well, in. that would work great. Yeah. Well, you know but how the mail is around my town. I'll get it in February. Yes, you will. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I just want to know, in 2024, um, are we going to continue to pamper our worms? You know it. Oh, okay. Got to do that. You know, it's interesting to watch the trends that are coming along and how, you know what what folks are saying today. And obviously, you know we've been talking about planting trees forever as the number one. You know, if you could do anything at all, plant a tree or two or three. I've been saying that for years, right? And how important that's become now. That this is kind of a theme. But adding organic matter back to the soil whenever you can, when you're planting, whenever you're doing whatever. If you've got organic matter, compost, rotted manures, whatever, add it back to the soil. Not so much for the earthworms, but just the organic matter back to the soil to improve the soil. It improves the health of the plants, the microbes, and all the life in the soils. Sure. And it really does help long term, but it also helps the earthworms. And that's why I always say pamper your worms because it's a great way to get somebody's attention because mm -hmm. they say, well, how do I pamper the worms? And you know if you've got a good worm count in your soils, earthworm count, you've got good organic matter count in your soil as well. And that's that's it's becoming more and more important all the Don't time. Don't have the compaction. You know, when I, I aerate every year, you and I have talked about that, and you always ask me if I put organic material back in. I always tell you no. I got to thinking the other day, with all as the trees have matured, and I just keep mulching and mulching yep. and mulching and mulching and mulching and mulching. In fact, I even cut the grass yesterday for the last time. And mulching, I thought, hold it, I do put organic material back into the... You do. You do. Yeah, with big time. Putting the grass clippings and the leaves back in, oh, gosh, no doubt. Yeah. And even top dressing like in your beds, where you mm -hmm. top dress with mulch. That's putting organic matter back in the soil, because over time sure. it does break down yeah. and, and does get worked into the soil. But you could take it the extra step and actually get it down in the soil by taking advantage of those little cores that you've created and putting organic matter down in the soil rather right. than just on the top. You're just speeding up the process when you do that. There you go. By incorporating it in. So, you know, I'd, I would still do that sometime or have somebody do it for you. I think I'm going to put my coffee grinds in the, in the landscaping beds this year. Throw those on the turf. Throw them I in am. the landscape beds. I'm dead serious. Just That's what I'm going to do. Every time That's my New Year's resolution. Just scatter it out there and be done yeah. with it. Yeah, maybe I'll start growing coffee plants then, huh? 
<laughs> and roasting your own. Yeah, there you go. Sully beans. A new hobby. Sully beans. <laughs> hey, good talking to you. What are you going to talk about today? Oh, we got it all covered, buddy. We got it all covered. Just trust me. There's some good stuff. As uh, you always do. Gary Sullivan, check out his website, GarySullivanOnline.com. Thank you, sir, and have a... Uh, a great weekend. Thanks to all of our callers. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks, of course, to Danny Gleason, our producer, because as you all well know, without Danny, none of this stuff would happen. So, Danny, thank you so much for all that you do. Now, do yourself a favor. If you don't, you're not going to plant a tree or two or three yet this year, think about where you're going to plant them next year. Keep planting those native plants. Keep thinking about where you can plant those natives and native selections. Be pollinator and be friendly while you're gardening. Get the kids and dogs involved with gardening. Pamper your worms. And by all means, make it the best weekend of your life. See ya. Call Ron now at 1-800-823-TALK. You're listening to In the Garden with Ron Wilson. This is 55KRC, an iHeartRadio station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.